<clears throat> I'm going to start proceedings, all right? Good evening, everyone. I'm Maxine Molyneux, Professor of Sociology at UCL's Institute of the Americas, and I'm delighted to be your chair for tonight's event. It gives me special pleasure as the managing editor of Palgrave Studies of the Americas series uh, to have published Patria's and Jessica's terrific book that we're launching tonight. The Studies of the Americas series has been going since the 1990s and serves to highlight the excellent research of British and European scholars specializing in the Americas, as well as those beyond uh, European and uh, Ireland. The book, Narratives of Migration, Relocation and Belonging, is an important contribution to migration and urban studies, focusing on the vibrant Latino community in London. Now, we have a great panel tonight for our discussion, and Patria and Jessica will be joined by two other speakers, with each panelist speaking for about 15 minutes, followed by Q&A. So let me briefly introduce our speakers. Patria Roman Velázquez is senior lecturer in the Institute of Media and Creative Industries at Loughborough University. Uh, she is the author of The Making of Latin London, Salsa Music, Place and Identity, and is a founder and chair of trustees at Latin Elephant CIO, a charity that works with migrant and ethnic groups and Latin Americans in particular to increase inclusion, engagement and participation in processes of urban change in London. Jessica Repis is associate professor at the School of Journalism, Arizona University. She is co-editor of the Handbook of Diaspora's Media and Culture and her areas of research include Latin America, urbanization, and the media. Kathy McElwain is Professor of Development Geography at King's College London. She's written widely on issues of migration, urbanization, gender, and development. And I was very glad to publish in our series her book on Latino migration titled Cross-Border Migration, European Perspectives and Beyond. Kathy's also an active supporter of the Latin Elephant 2014 to the present and the Latin American uh, Bureau up until the present. Sylvia Weisbord is director and professor in the School of Media and Public Affairs, subjects on which he, have written, he has written extensively. He's based at George Washington University and is the former editor-in-chief of the Journal of Communication and the International Journal of Press and Politics. Before I hand over to the speakers, just a word on housekeeping. First of all, please note that this session is being recorded. Please make sure your microphones are muted and cameras are disabled to avoid undue pressure on bandwidth. For the Q&A session at the end of the presentations, you can write your question through the chat function, purple button at the bottom of your screen. And um, it's, it's good if you keep your questions fairly short, please. Should your connection drop out, please try to log back in again using the same link that you're using now. So to our contributions, our first speaker is Patria, followed by Jessica, Kathy, and Silvio. So handing over to you, Patria, to kick us off tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you, Maxine. Yeah, I want to thank you all for, for being here. And um, yeah, I just, um, Jessica and myself are just gonna do some very brief sort of, um, 
uh, sort of the rationale really for um, our book and, and how it came about. And, you know, Jessica and myself have been uh, working both um, with Latin Americans. Um, she did first in Spain, me in London, and now she's in the United States. And I think it's something we've been talking about for a very long time to do together and never quite did it until, well, that was it. We just decided that we were going to do it. And um, so we put basically um, our strengths together, the fact that we come from very sort of, um, well, the fact that we're both migrant sort of academics in a way, but also come from very similar areas of studies and have taken into strength the fact that she had some European context to Latin American migration, me with the UK and her with the United States. And that in a way made the book a lot stronger in terms of what we could bring. So that was basically the rationale for what we were trying to do. And 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 I think the main aim of the book in, in certain respects was to provide a space to voice the different sort of Latin American communities and groups and, and experiences of living um, for Latin Americans living in, in, in the UK. Um, and because of Jessica's strength, we also did um, sort of explore Latin American sort of migration to Europe um, and then with specific reference um, to London. We um, also in the book, some of the things that we try to capture is the different layers um, upon which these ideas of Latin American migration in, 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 in the UK sort of manifests itself. So we wanted to discuss issues about networks of solidarity, but also local struggles and how they are played out, um, sort of enacted, negotiated, experienced in very different sort of spaces. And so for that, we, we looked at um, sort of the migration routes into London and, and, and across London. We looked at workspaces, we looked at diasporic media, and we looked at sort of urban places. And, and that sort of uh, conforms a bit what, what, what the book um, tries to sort of do. And each of these sort of spaces are very much explored in very um, in different chapters and each each of them in, in, in a separate chapter. And what we want to sort of argue is that all these layers and networks, you know, transnational sort of networks um, are played out. Well, all these uh, sort of networks of solidarity are played out um, transnationally, but also locally. And in a way, they are facilitating um, new ways of belonging to the city, new ways of claiming that sense of belongingness to the city, in this case, London. Um, and very briefly, that's what the aim of the book um, is about. And I think I want to pass on to Jessica so that she talks a little bit about the structure of the book. Um, uh, and then we leave on the panelists, really. So, Jessica, on to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, thank you, our um, panelists. Thank you, uh, Silvio, Kathy, uh, Maxine, uh, for joining us in what for us has been a collaboration for so, so many years now, Patria. <laughs> we have even interviewed the same sources together. And, and, and actually, that was. Uh, the beginning of thinking about how we can collaborate because we we ran into each other in a certain place in London one time and we were both with our <laughs> reporters uh, and that was that was interesting so that was the beginning of course we we've met before I think we met in Buenos Aires in, in one allied um, encounter and uh, it's it's uh, it's a pleasure and it's an honor to have been collaborating with Patria and um, just um, by discussing each chapter and learning from each other has been uh, a journey 
itself, right? So in, in my case, I started with a, with um, research on Latin Americans in, in Spain, and that's how I started understanding issues of Latin Americans in the European context. That was my dissertation a long time ago. And then uh, I've been going to London to conduct research because I was in another uh, research um, was comparing television and public service, comparing BBC and Televisión Española. And because of those constant um, trips to London, I started realizing uh, how things were evolving in the Latin community in London, right? And that's a long time ago. So um, and somehow the other strength that this book has also is because we are also Latin American immigrants and we have been Latin American immigrants in so many different contexts. and. As one of um, the first pages of the book, it's like also we have been uh, immigrant mothers, and we also have um, children that are also multicultural. So that's that's also something that is important to understand when we write. When we try to understand what's going on. It's like you no, know, because we have been there, and this is the, the way we are approaching this this book, right? So. Briefly, I want to tell you that um, we tried to capture so many narratives through which Latin Americans recognize themselves, such in diasporic and transnational spaces, and how they develop strategies to navigate the city. And the system was also to capturing how they claim their space in the global city. And we've done that. We've been together in a concert of Juanes. But I remember that we've been dancing salsa in London, we've been in La Bodeguita del Medio, we've been in, in Latin America for so, so many times and visiting, etc. So um, the routes and routines, calling um, Patria's um, perspective, right, has been very interesting. In the introduction, uh, we try to write a conceptual map that allows us to think through the myriad of spaces, narratives, and practices we engage with. Um, with the research that informs the book. In the chapter two, we try to explain the different migration flows, right? The migratory circuits from arrival through the Kenyan Commission and claiming the right to the city for um, Latinos, right? In chapter three, we enter into the mega narratives around migration of Latin Americans to Europe and London in particular. In chapter four, we enter into navigating some of the narratives we encounter uh, exploring roads and routines uh, with and uh, through the um, Latin Americans interviewed. In, uh, well, we soon realized that most people who spoke spend a long time traveling to and from uh, work. And so chapter, think, um, uh, chapter five explores the narratives of solidarity and conflict in the workplace. In chapter six, uh, we move into the media space and to explain how Latin Americans are creating spaces of recognition, self-representation, production, and consumption through digital channels. In chapter seven, we capture, try to capture the contemporary struggles over the space which are due to gentrification processes and what Patrick can, can talk about what happened a few days ago with uh, Latin Elephant, right? And in chapter eight, we intend to present what we think is the mainly the beginning of a larger discussion on economic, social, and cultural settings of Latin Americans in London, the visibility of these communities, and our own reflection on bringing the conceptualization of Latinidad, U.S. Latinidad, into what we see, think, and understand as British Latinidad, and we will say British Latinidades. We are, uh, and that's sort of where we are now, and how we are envisioning 
envisioning our future uh, collaboration projects. And I will stop here uh, because I would like to, to hear our panelists. Yeah, I'm, before um, uh, Kathy and, and Sylvia join us, I think we invited them just as a preamble to, to how this is going to sort of take shape. We sort of invited them to sort of focus a bit um, on some of the ideas or, or the sort of conceptual underpinnings of the book. And um, I've worked with this idea of roots, roots and routines um, to capture the movement transformation from that, you know, early on in my in my first book and, and in this one as well, um, uh, with, with with Jessica, we've also we've also been looking at Latin uh, or Latinx media diasporas and spaces of self-representation, um, and the other concept that we look at is Latin urbanisms in this way as a tool to resist gentrification, and then of course the concept of British Latinidad, which we introduce here as sort of uh, a form of social or understanding the solidarities and the tensions around that. But we asked them to basically uh, sort of present the book around those issues or anything else that we can't see. So on to you, Cathy. Thank you. Thank you, Patria, um, Jessica, and also to, to Maxine. And I said it's very nice, um, as Maxine said, because it was in 2011 now, I think, that um, that um, we published uh, in the same series, a, a book on cross-border cross uh, Latin American migration. So it's very nice to, to be here um, this evening for for this launch um, of very close to very close to my own heart. So again, as Patria said, what um, what myself and Silvio would like to do is to reflect on some of the themes that are coming out of the book. Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll say a little bit about more or less all the themes that Patria has just mentioned. And I'm assuming Sylvia is going to be coming from a different perspective. I'm a, I'm a geographer by training. And so, and, and in fact, one of the things I loved about the book is actually the geographies within the book come through really, really clearly. I think it's really important to say up front in, in, is that this really is an interdisciplinary book. It draws on um, migration uh, studies, Latin American studies, sociology, communication studies, and more actually. Um, and and so it's 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 very much interdisciplinary. It's also multi-concept concepts that we'll we'll be talking about um, are are multiple, but very much tied together. Patrick said there's a sort of a, an intermeshing. Of, of layers of complexity um, around the Latin American community. And I think that's also one of the strengths of the book is that it really conveys this complexity. Sometimes there's a, there's a tendency um, to talk about Latin American singular and people forget to say it's, you know, there's multiple nationalities, there's multiple um, uh, ethnic and racial backgrounds, class backgrounds, and so on. So um, uh, I think the book is, is incredibly strong from that point of view, really conveying these um, these complexities. And again, before I go on to the contributions, there's another real strength of the book, and I think this also comes from the um, the backgrounds of both Patria and Jessica. And obviously, I know Patria um, for more just because she's she's based in London, and I'm also a trustee actually at Latin Elephants. But, I've known Jessica for, for a long time as well. But I think the important thing 
and this really comes through in the book, is the, um, the political and ethical commitment of both authors. And um, I think this, this, this comes through in terms of the politics, but also in terms of the methods. Um, the, the book, every chapter of the book starts with a lovely vignette, uh, a sort of an ethnographic vignette about um, a particular context, a particular um, uh, insight into the lives of, of, of some aspect of Latin Americans in London. And so it, it feels very ethnographic, it feels very real, it feels very rich. Um, but by the same token, this is not just an ethnographic book. It's not just based on ethnography, it's based on interviews, it's based on surveys. So it's it's also methodologically um, incredibly rich. And I think it's these multiple um, dimensions, the politics, the ethnography, the interdisciplinarity, which makes it um, a really special and a really, really important book. And so coming just to say something then about the, um, the contributions, the first I would say a few things empirically as well as conceptually. And I think one of the uh, the first issues relates to the visibility of the Latin American community in London. Now we've we've already heard that um, that Patria um, published what was I think um, on Latin Americans in London in 1999, um, and uh, and. and what I think this is, is that this is the second book that brings together in an interdisciplinary way um, stories and interpretations of the lives of Latin Americans uh, in London. And I think this, this idea of making visible is something um, that chimes with work that I've been doing for 15 years as well. I'm not going to talk about my work. I'm here to talk about Patria and Jessica's. But I think it's also about it's important to talk about being collaborative because this is is really important for a wider field this book um so in in 2011 and in 2016 um two reports and visibility was at the core we we entitled the first one no longer invisible and then the second one towards visibility um and that was work done with the latin american women's rights service and it was funded by the the trust for london and um so Patrick and Jessica are very generous in their in their references to this in in the book. Um, but I I just really want to stress that this is an incredibly important book from that perspective, in terms of um, particularly the most recent uh, report, which is towards visibility. This book is making much more visible the the complex lives of Latin Americans in 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 London. Um, and also the changes, and I'll come back to this at the end as well, because we're talking about migrants anymore. Um, we're talking about second and even third generation people of Latin American heritage or Latinx heritage. Uh, so I think over the, the length of the length of time that, um, that Patria and, and Jessica and myself have been working in these issues, been a real change in the Latin American community. It's grown um, and, and I think the book really, really captures that. So I just want to go through some of the, the, um, the concepts, historical context in many ways for, for understanding the book. Um, but then conceptually, and again, this is also what makes it so rich, and we've heard from, from Jessica and from Patria, because one of the great strengths of the book, and to me, 
one of uh, one aspects of its innovation um, is the the uh, the chapter six, which is on Latino media spaces in London. Um, and uh, and again, I'm just going to quote uh, uh, what what this refers to. And basically, it's the polymorphic ensemble of Spanish and Brazilian language media founded in diverse circumstances that reveal aspects of of media cultures in London. And for me, the reason why this is so important is that in my own work, you know, I've known about the newspapers and I've known about the radio programs and all the online groups, but it hasn't been written about anywhere. And besides, obviously, um, uh, uh, Jessica and, and Patria. So it's, for me, it's an incredibly important chapter because it's the first time that this has actually been written down anywhere. Um, and it really provides, a, a, it's a really fascinating history, I think, of the way in which the, the, the Latino um, media has, has evolved, you know, in terms of publics, counter-publics, tension. And what I like about it is... Um, fact that it talks about the ways that it's the failures and the successes of of the way in the which media has has evolved in the, in the city so for me and, and obviously this is where Jessica's expertise in terms of communications comes in but it's an incredibly incredibly valuable um, chapter and also conceptualization around digital diaspora and digital spaces and the, the sort of second key theme um, and, it, and this plays to, to Patria's strengths very much, um, relates to Latin urbanism. Um, and, and this is a form of, of migrant urbanism and the ways in which migrants shape cities um, strategically. Um, they claim their right to the city. Um, they resist uh, gentrification and, um, and, uh, and also play a part in, in regeneration processes. And again, and this is a, which Patria, both Patria and Jessica mentioned, both, both the, uh, the chapter on, on media and also on Latin urbanisms merge very, very nicely the US and, and the UK context in terms of, of thinking. And that comes across really, really strongly. And in terms of the, the, the conceptualizations around what Latin urbanism is, um, the, the empirical focus of this chapter are the two key markets in London um, that focus on Latin American businesses. Uh, and this also relates to the work of Patria in particular in terms of, of Latin elephant. The first is Elephant and Castle, and the second is uh, Seven Sisters Market, one in South London and one in, in North London. And um, so this provides the um, empirical context for understanding the, the challenges, the politics, the strategies for, um, for the ways in which Latin Americans claim, reclaim, get rejected from how cities develop. And again, rather like the case of the, of the um, media and the digital spaces, for me, this is um, the best overview that I've read and the best interpretation of um, uh, the, the development um, of, of, uh, of Latin Elephant, uh, sorry, Latin um, Elephant and Castle through, partly through the eyes of Latin Elephant, but also um, Seven Sisters. And um, 
one of the again one of the 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 key things which actually isn't in this chapter but i really like is the um geography so it's the geographies of the city and um uh there was mention i can't remember who mentioned it now of the routines and this is something that's incredibly important i think for all migrants who live in london and other large global cities is to understand the spaces of the city but all the also the temporality of the city. um many people who um who were many latin americans are unfortunately concentrated in routine elementary manual work often in cleaning and these people navigate the city at hours of the day that the rest of us do not um and their routines and their routes are very different they understand the city in very different ways um and i i came across this in my own work as well you know you speak you interview someone um who's a who works a, in in a cleaning job in london and they will they they will have an encyclopedic knowledge of bus routes city um because they often can't afford to use the tubes but also um the tubes don't necessarily run at three o'clock in the morning when they have to get up to get to the offices to do the cleaning so that comes through really really nicely um as well and feeds into this eye the spatialities and the temporalities of the city and then the final point and i i won't say huge amounts about this but um the framing around um british latinidad or latinidades as jessica says multiple latinidades and um it 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 feeds into wider debates about you know what do we call latin american the latin american community in london the latinx community um the ibero-american community those of you that that have followed this debate it's 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 been ongoing it hasn't been resolved it's really complex and and that is actually captured in the conclusion of the book and and uh particularly i like the way that that you link it with um european heritage uh, on the one hand it embraces european heritage in terms of language retention and another another ways it and again we can also think um and this is something that, that that i've been doing some work on as well and it's mentioned in the book is the ways in which so many latin americans are actually coming from other european countries um before they arrive in the uk so this sort of really complex identity formation which is not straightforward um and and as i said it's it's also it's multi it's multi-scalar in terms of 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 the ways in which people arrive but also it's become becoming much more multi-generational um again coming back to the point i made at the beginning in terms of um understanding the second and third generations and 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 i think this is something that we need to start doing a lot more work on as as the community um grows and again i really like the last the last line of the book is the way in which um both both jessica and patria argue that the idea of british latinidad is very useful and it's partly because it says the community and the population are here to stay however diverse and however complex and i think that's absolutely true and i think it's 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 a really really interesting and wonderful way to 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 think about um latin american latinx community in london so many many congratulations to both of you for a really fantastic fascinating wonderful book great thanks kathy now over to silvio thank you very much um thank you maxine uh 
first of all, thank you, Patria and Jessica, for the invitation uh, to provide some some comments on this. Um, so let me tell you what I'm going to do in the next minute. So, uh, of course, I love this book, uh, but I, what I would like to do now is to give you some reasons why you should read it. What are the key takeaways uh, from me? Um, so this is, I mean, this is a multi, it's a book that speaks in multiple levels. It's a sort of, there are multiple layers to the analysis, to the, to the argument. Um, and something that actually I said earlier, uh, it's a book that speaks to different audiences and different literatures. I think it will be, I mean, if, if I run a bookstore, it will be difficult where I will file this book. But this is a book about urban communication, it's a book about communication and culture, it's about migration, it's about a book on so many issues uh, and speaks authoritatively and in dialogue with multiple sort of literatures and, and, and conversations. And actually, I think there is a lesson here for anybody who wants to do interdisciplinary work, which is don't worry so much about existing categories, find the subject, identify the questions, do the research, and think without being bounded by the traditional boundaries of academic disciplines or theories or anything like that. So I think that is a marvelous example of how to think in an interdisciplinary way, but at the same time recognizing the multiple ways or the multiple of disciplines and theories that have shaped the way you think. And I read this book months ago, and then I read it again for this event. And of course, my most recent take on this book has been influenced by the fact that every four years in the United States, where I reside, there is yet another moment in which American society seemingly discovers that Latino is not one single category, that is not one single box, and recognizes reluctantly that in some ways Latinx identity challenges the conventional ways of thinking about identity as a single category, what is in terms of race, in terms of language, in terms of gender, in terms of uh, sexuality, in terms of all these categories that are built as binary categories. And then American politicians are trying to not to speak about Latinx as a multiple community or whatever they try to say. And the book actually shows the problem of any sort of uh, essentialist argument about identity uh, and why sort of um, uh, Latinx um, identity or Latinidades in some ways defies the challenge, defies the notion that somehow identities are frozen challenges the notion that you need to acknowledge, first of all, how fluid and changing um, identities are. So from that perspective, let me tell you quickly six things that I think are my main takeaways. The first one is that ideas are uh, prismatic. That is multiple sort of ways in which Latinidad is defined by the members of these communities, as well as by the authors. There's no single definition. And I think that the authors really respect the ways that uh, Latinidades are prismatic. And this is not just a theoretical assumption. It comes out of the evidence. Um, but they provide sort of multiple detail and nuance in the folds of what Latinidades actually is. And they just document it. They just demonstrate it. Second, that they provide a strong argument 
for why identities are positional, are flexible and dynamic, and therefore context matters. So, and to me that was very interesting because as someone who has been reading Latinidad mostly in, U, in the terms of US debates, which is a very US discussion, about the way that we conceptualize identity boxes and ethnic boxes, having the insights from this book makes you say, oh, so it is much more complicated than what we think in the US context. Because they find some similarities and so many differences that are related to say what position is, what space is, what the history of identity uh, and, and sort of cultural uh, definitions are in the UK context. Right? In some ways, it, the US crisis, this conversation, but the bulk of the literature produced in the US about not just Latinx identities, but identities in the, in the US makes it more difficult. Third is that it is implicitly a comparative study. It's not deliberately done to compare, let's say, uh, Latinidades in London and other global cities. But it provides so much thinking about why do we need to do a comparative study, even though it is not set up in the conventional way of thinking about comparative studies. Let's say comparing Latinx in London and other global cities. That's not what the book does, but the book implicitly forces us to think that these different meanings are so bounded by a specific moment in London, by some moment of what Britishness uh, refers to. And also here, I think that is, I clearly see uh, the seams. I clearly see the fact that it reflects the biography and the intellectual trajectory of both authors. And I think that that is a wonderful thing, that in some ways it's not about them, in some ways, it reflects the way that themselves have traversed different moments of different positions of Latinx identity, both in Jessica and Patria, is reflected in the way they tell the stories about these um, communities. Fourth, I am a media scholar, communication scholar. One of the things that I love about this book is that it's not media-centric. In some ways, what is at the center of the analysis is identity. Because that the questions have primarily to do with identity. And then thinking about media communication, even though both of them are extremely accomplished media communication scholars, which I think is a smart way of thinking about how communication studies and media studies can help understand questions about identity is first of all, foreground questions about identity and not questions about media, which I think in part of the media literature still is you know what the media does to identity rather than the other way around which is exactly what the book um, um does um and fifth issue is that i was thinking about if global diasporas as in the case of latinx communities are shaped by national identities and of course the the, the concept of british latinidad is um, how to think about this question going forward, because both concepts are fluid. What does it mean to be British or Latinx in different contexts or, or any national identity? So here we have many moving parts, not just the moving parts of the Latinx community in the city, changing, being very fluid. But at the same time, the traditional national identities changing 
as well. So it will be great to figure out, to do a follow-up study five years from now or 10 years from now. I'm not asking you to do more work. It's just something to see if you see any sort of changes that are not just related to the way that the Latinx community in London has been changing, but the ways the concept of Britishness has been changing as well. And the final point is, I think this is a great example of work in public scholarship in communication and media studies. Uh, because it's clearly that what drives this book is not just a purely scholarly concern in a narrow way. It's not just to advance an academic career by publishing a book. It's not what we do as scholars. But it offers a way to so how can we make ourselves useful, helpful, for other people outside of academia. But that seems to me is a driving uh, concern of this book. Rather than we get information from people for advancing our own careers and that's it. It has been, because of what I know about this process, a constant process of working with people rather than working at sort of safe distance with people. And that shows in the way that the book is, is written in the way that you foreground the voices, in the way that you try to um, avoid some of the traps of very conventional ethnographic work, and try to rethink your position as a scholar. That to me is one of the main takeaways, and especially in a field that unfortunately I don't think we have too many examples in the way that you guys have positioned, not just the book, the book is the outgrowth, but the way you position yourselves vis-a-vis the, the, the subject uh, studies. I could go on with more praise and more accolades, but I will stop here in the interest of time. Wonderful book. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Just go ahead and get it. Fantastic. <clears throat> Thanks to everyone uh, for really great reflections and thoughts. So um, we are now going to uh, move on to the uh, question and answer session. I hope everybody present knows how to do that. Um, 